0: What's happening, metal fans? This is DJ Fish with another episode of Nashville March Presents The Heavy Side of Nashville. And we're calling this show The Show of Brandon. Tonight is part one with Brandon Bruce of King Thrust Entertainment. He's picked out a few songs from bands that he's either managing or helping to promote, and we're real excited to hear that. And then coming this Sunday, December 23rd, is Brandon Howard of I Am The Law. He picked out a few songs. So we're going to do this in two parts, and I am ready to dive right in and play this segment for you. Uh, It's been a long week. My only regret about this episode is that we're a couple days late getting it up. But nonetheless, better late than never, we're going to jump right in. E.T. Brown has our Nashville March update for the week of December 17th. And then we're going to jump right in to Brandon Bruce. So enjoy. Thanks for listening. We're going to do part two of the show of Brandon with Brandon Howard of I Am The Law. Great picks from Mr. Bruce. Awesome conversation. King Thrust Entertainment and uh, all the uh, everything that he is doing. He is also co-founder of Nashville March. Now here's ZT e. Brown with your Nashville March update. And then Brandon Bruce of King Thrust. Part one of the show of Brandon. side of Nashville on One Big One
1: FM. Hey guys, it's E.T. from the Nashville March here to give you this week's forecast of rock and roll. Tomorrow, December 17th, it's going to be the Nashville Masquerade over at Exit Inn featuring the Daylight Sinners, Calabama, Red Ransom, Sweet Fever, and the Millennials. And then Tuesday at Mercy Lounge, we're going to have the last residency edition of the Rock and Roll Residency. Definitely a night not to miss. And then on Saturday, you got a couple of options. If you want a good Southern rock vibe, check out the Vegabonds at the Basement East. They'll be there with Three Star Revival and the Kendall Street Company. And if you like it a little bit heavier, go on over to Little Harpeth Brewing for Dark Slate Promotions Christmas Party featuring Black Sky Tribe, Burning Yesterday, Mr. Gray, and Stack. For more info and details about future shows, head over to NashvilleMarch.com, and we'll see you out there. Rock on.
0: From King Thrust Entertainment in Nashville March, Brandon Bruce. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you? He's doing well, man. Appreciate you taking a few minutes and being on the show. And uh, Man, we met uh, several months ago after I had seen a Dark Hound show, and we met up and we talked about your visions for Nashville March and your own promotion company and been to two of your shows. And, Brandon, you're you, phenomenal job. I mean, two of the most enjoyable small shows i've seen in a a very long time i mean that first one with jay weinberg and his dad max playing together this past october i mean great you did a great job man thank you yeah that was a very special night um obviously for a
2: great cause supporting uh best buddies and uh that was the very first time jay and max have ever graced the stage together like played at the same time they've They've been on the same show, you know. They both toured with Bruce for about a year or so um, together, but uh, never had
0: two drum sets on stage playing a song side by side. It was oh, you know, a very cool moment. It see. was an um, excellent moment. I recorded it. They did Helter Skelter. I don't know if you got a really good uh, recording of it, but I would like to play it sometime on the show. You know, get permission and um, because uh, <laughs> man, I just I had a big smile on my face. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I saw it and felt it. So, but man, um, tell me a little bit how you how you got to where you're at, right? You know, from from just aspiring to be a promoter and to uh, getting a show with with two people like that, you know, just a, a couple um, months ago.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely been a, a basically a lifetime of just kind of figuring it out. Um, King Dress started actually when I was about sixteen. As kind of, um, I, I used to uh, use King Thrust to get me backstage to concerts. I would basically have like uh, seemingly like fake credentials that would get me backstage to be my heroes. Um, oh,
0: I love it! I love it. <laughs> um, whatever it so takes.
2: I, you know, I, yeah, I would get to have dinner with you know Van Corn and interview members of Disturbed and. But even like, you know, uh, reggae and stuff like that, just all over the musical spectrum, anything I liked, um, basically would be granted access because of, you know, King Thrust. Um, and obviously I stopped doing that pretty, you know, early. Uh, It was like a two year thing where it was just kind of like a party. Um, but it was fun, you know? yeah. Some of my first times drinking ever with, were with some of my heroes at the time, um, which I was underage, I don't recommend, but uh, it it, it happened. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I moved to Nashville, and, you know, I always kind of had, I never let go of the domains, and I never let go of the logos, so I still had ownership of those things and the social media and stuff, but, you know, it kind of sat stagnant from, like, you know, 18 uh, to 22 or so. And I went and saw Allison Chains in Atlanta, um, and you know drove back to Nashville after seeing them, and, and was like thinking, man, how cool would it be to put on an Allison Chains tribute, and you know get to get to play guitar, um, you know, be Jerry Cantrell essentially for that night, um, and. Then the buddy I was with um, had, had never really listened to Rage Against the Machine. He obviously knew the name, but never really listened to them. Um, so we jammed them for the rest of the drive home. And then I was like, man, you know, Jerry Cantrell's cool and all, but Tom Morello, that would be even more fun. So basically yeah. that's how the company started was just as like a show idea. Wow. um We put on a 90s rock tribute show where we pay tribute to uh, Alice in Chains, Rage Against the Machine, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh, wow. Stone Temple
0: Pilots. How old were you then?
2: Um, I was probably 22 at that time. That, yeah. was, that was 2017. Um, so I might have even been 23.
0: Um, but still, I mean, that is a, it's a great story, Brandon. And I mean, your, your efforts show. I mean, I i was we, we ran sat with a random couple that we just wanted to sit at the mercy lounge when we for ride for dime and it was older you know a couple uh and my wife in our age realm which i won't dispose of since you're so nice and young but but anyway um you know the compliment that they put on the show they're like what a great show this is you know and and you know recognize your energy too so it's 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 showing in in what you've done so far that I've been to, so it's it's really cool. I I commend okay. you, and um, you know, think you're going in a good direction, and excited to see what you got coming up next year because uh, any little teaser of something big next year, like uh, another Weinberg um, event, or
2: yeah, there's there's definitely talks um, about doing another uh, what we dubbed uh, "Buddies on the Beat." Uh, we, we have a lot of interested parties, and, you know, the foundation, Best Buddies, is obviously all about it. Um, we definitely, that is something we want to continue doing. You know, uh, Jay and I both feel that the cause is too important to, to just do one time and, like, drop it.
0: Um, yeah, no, so, it was. Uh, uh, we
2: definitely, we definitely have desires to do it again, um, and we have tentative plans to do that again. It's just, uh, you know, Jay Jay obviously is the drummer of Slipknot. Uh, they just released a single and have started announcing uh, 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 shows for tour
0: dates. Yeah, so yeah, he, that would make it tough. He's going
2: to be very very busy the next few years. Um, So, you know, we definitely want to make it work. Jay is another hard worker, passionate guy. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we're 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 working on it. Um, You know, no no set plans yet, but it is definitely something uh, to keep an eye out for. And you know, this time we we plan on making it even bigger than the one before.
0: Well, yeah, that's great, and. Oh, awesome. uh, it sure was. And I, I can tell you from personal, you know, a personal standpoint, I have, I grew up with two mentally disabled brothers. One of them is, has autism and uh, he's pretty high functioning. I've taken him. I've actually, when I was a tour manager, I took him on the road with me. He likes to travel so much. And, you know, whenever he makes a friend, one of the reasons why I, I was, I was into just what you were doing is, is because of that, and my brother uses the term. My brother, his name is John John, and he uses the term "best buddies" all the time to anyone he meets and considers as a friend. So then, when you guys come out with the show benefiting that and uh, an organization I wasn't familiar with at the time, it was just uh, I, I was into it that much more, and you know, be willing to. Uh, you guys ever plan on doing one again? My uh, my business nashville bubble i would uh, donate a party for you guys to auction off worth a few hundred dollars you know to help out i, I want to say that you know officially i would you know you're i'm in just call me and uh cool. yeah, yeah uh, whatever i can to help with it because um you know growing up with that at times was uh you know as a brother it was difficult but uh, it was very rewarding too and uh what to support anything of that cause i'm in hands down so cool kudos Uh, Yeah. yeah thank
2: thank you thank you very much and you know thanks for supporting our shows too um you know uh we strive to just create unique and fun events um whether that's tributes or original bookings you know we always strive to get the best talent and you know curate a fun unique show that you wouldn't otherwise see um and
0: so it means a lot when people like yourself come out and uh, support. Yeah, well, that's uh, you know part of the brotherhood. You know, we met E.T., Evan, and yourself, and um, we're we're in and down with it all all the way. So you're mentioning talent, and uh, we're going to play some tunes here. I say we jump into some of your picks tonight. I uh, had you give me a list of four bands and songs, and uh, first one is Lilic. And the song's called Waste. Why don't you introduce the band? Tell us, uh, tell the world what you do for them, and let's do it.
2: Yeah, so um, Lilac is a band that we manage. Um, and uh, Nico has become a, a really good buddy of mine. Nico is the lead singer uh, and guitarist of the band. He used to play for Suicidal Tendencies for years and years and left to. You know, create this uh, solo project that he has created, um, and it features Eric Moore on drums. Which, if you don't know who he is, go check him out. He is an absolute monster, and Bill Pogan on uh, guitar, background vocals. Um, they just dropped a new song today. Uh, the date we're recording this is what is today, the seventeenth. Seventeenth, yes. Uh, sir. So Monday, the seventeenth, December seventeenth, they dropped this song. Uh, and it's for me been highly anticipated because you know I've had such a great relationship with Nico, you know he plays most of our events. he was on best buddies and ride for Time um, and uh you know i've I've heard this song so many times, and now that it's finally out, um I'm very, very pleased, and I think uh, the world will be just as pleased,
0: yeah, well, let's do it. I'm down for it. Here it is. Uh, thanks, Brandon Bruce, King Thrust Entertainment, and NashvilleMarch.com. You're listening to the Heavy Side of Nashville with Fish. Let's check out Lilis. I'm sorry, Lilik, and Waste. Lilith the song "Waste Fish," the heavy side of Nashville. You know, Brandon, I had a little bit of a Freudian slip when I was introducing the band before. I, my brain wanted to say Lilith, and uh, you said it was kind of a knockoff of that, the band name, huh?
2: Uh, yeah, well, Lilith uh, is actually there's many ways uh, to uh, pronounce her, uh, pronounce the name and. Uh, many different connotations that she's taken through, obviously, very different languages. So Lilith and Lilith are essentially the same. Um, it's just uh, different ways of, of going about
0: her name. Yeah. you. Uh, we were talking off air a little bit about the album and how it's done, and uh, share with the world your your, uh, your take on, on how uh, Lilith's new album. What's the name of the album? Uh,
2: it, it's called... Memory Lies, um, which is a, a hidden little lyric in one of their songs. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I discovered uh, Lilik. I met Nico when he was still with Suicidal out in Chicago um, through some mutual friends. And uh, he, shortly after meeting him, did uh, have, he had plans of moving to Nashville, so he actually moved down here. And, you know... Their first album, to me, is like if Ghost and Tool had a love child or a music child, that would be Lilic's first album. And what I mean by that is, uh, in my opinion, it's very, you know, kind of doomy, scary, kind of like Ghost uh, at least original Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much that anymore.
3: Um, yeah. And
2: then, but, but it's still very progressive and well thought out and interesting musically. Um, you know, like Tool. Tool is very intricate and, you know, elaborate. And that was their first album to me, and it was great. Uh, this second album, as much as I love the first album, I think blows it away. Uh, it's very... Uh, mature for lack of a better phrase i guess uh to me it's as if michael jackson wrote a metal album and what i mean by that is you know both michael jackson and lilick's second album are very intelligently produced uh in a very great way in my opinion and a lot of layers a lot of interesting musicalities in it uh it, it Michael Jackson tried to write a metal album and could scream like Nico Santora. I guarantee you that would have
0: been No, that's great. I, You know, I got to say, I was always a Michael Jackson fan. I mean, I've been a DJ, you know, for 28 years, so I, you have to love Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, like, that, I like that <laughs> analogy. I've never heard anyone say Michael Jackson and metal in the same sentence, but I like it. Well, yeah. So. not even come close until now. So. right. The band Denman, and uh, we're gonna play them next. They have a brand new track out with a forthcoming album uh, early next year, and what a, what a show that they put on! I mean, they put on an you know, I mean, they remind me of the best of Twisted Sister and Skid Row and in that era genre, um, but still have their own element. And, you know, just really perform well And are fun to watch as well As just great music So, brand new track here by them Alive and Overdrive What uh, what backstory can you give us about that? Um, You know, albums dropping February uh, 8th Or whatever I said Yeah, uh, 7th at the Basement East They got a CD release party Right? Uh, Is it the 7th? L- Lament-
2: Yeah, February 7th is the album release party um, or album release show rather and then February 8th is when it drops to the world Um, so we can talk about that Uh, on that track Alive in Overdrive Chuck Garrick from Alice Cooper and Visto Blanco is featured on that track he has um, some vocals that he's in Um, and then uh yeah you know they're just like the monster shredders of nashville
0: yeah great following well i'm excited all right let's play it fish the heavy side of nashville with brandon bruce of king thrust entertainment you can reach him at kingthrust.com or on social media king thrust entertainment and uh, follow all these bands that, that he's involved with and in the shows that are coming up. And, of course, NashvilleMarch.com, where you can sign up for a newsletter where you're going to stay up to date on everything happening in Music City outside of country. Here it is, Denman, Alive and Overdrive. There it is, Denman. Brand new album coming out in the first week of February. If you live here in Music City, get out to their CD release show at the Basement East. Phenomenal, fun venue. Uh, cheap uh, PBs. What do you, you get like a PB and a shot for five bucks something like that, don't you? Brandon? Said so it's cheap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they got a good uh, deal. PBRs are two uh, bucks that's alone. So, awesome. it's an affordable night out. February 7th, yeah, check out Denman. And Now, man, uh, so how did you uh, first get involved with the Nashville March guys? I remember hearing the story from E.T. and Evan's point of view, but uh, let's talk about March for a minute and uh, what you're doing there. uh,
2: when I uh, basically unleashed Kink Thrust Entertainment uh, to Nashville, I actually was approached by E.T. And Ojanjer from Hailstorm, the guitarist of Hailstorm, they actually approached me and said, and I think this was after like their third show or fourth show that we put on, um, that they had been, you know, pre-planning and kind of putting some initial groundwork on building a record label, which was going to thus be called Thrust Records. And they kind of gave me a hard time. They're like, now that you've release this, we can't use that name Um, and I was like well, hell yeah we can I was like, I'll just jump on like, a, you know a, a, I would like this one name to be a record label as it stands today anyway, so especially, I was like yeah, you know, I think that'd be a great idea we can definitely use the name and, uh, you know kind of had some preliminary uh, meetings, but you know, obviously in Hellstorm at that time they were you know, knee deep in their record that they just released uh, six months ago, or whatever it was, and he was going to have a bit more in responsibility. So, you know, his partnership didn't end up working out. And then, you know, more and more and more e. T. And I met, it seemed like uh, uh, a record label for a local, you know, Nashville rock bands metal bands at that time wasn't going to be financially sustainable. Um, It seems like you know at least from the numbers we ran and again this was over a year ago now um, it just didn't make financial sense it seemed like we were just going to be funneling a lot of money and not really going to be able to get a return. So we kind of you know figured it was like well how can we benefit artists without, you know, paying $30,000 for them to go into the studio or whatever sum of money. Um, right. That's kind of where National March came in, and as we, E.T. and I were talking more and more about National March and kind of figuring out things that we wanted to do, um, he said, well, I got a guy that we need to get involved uh, with uh, this idea, and that was Evan, um, because... Standing, it would be fun for all of us three, uh, three, all three of us yeah, to talk about this. But from my understanding, National March is actually an idea that Evan and ET had like nine years ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Um, and you know, at that time in Nashville, there
0: was no metal and rock scene. It was very, very oh, uh, was crickets, and, crickets, and graveyard. Yeah, exactly. It bummed me out horribly for a while. And, and you know, there was there was there was people doing it, like Evan and ET. However, there was no industry backing it. Um, and so, kind of when
2: Evan, or sorry, when ET and I's ideas kind of you know came together, and it started to become more and more like you know, E.T. and Evan's ideas 10 years ago, he was like, I got the guy who's for this. Um, at that time, I didn't really know Evan too well. Um, I had booked uh, for various shows um, and I had met him, but I, I we didn't really know each other. I knew E.T. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm very happy that Evan ended up being involved. Because oh, I no kidding. Really imagine it. Without him, he is a—he's a brilliant man. He has, you know, stuff that he brings to the table for Nashville March is stuff that I would not want to be responsible for. So I'm grateful for his contribution and
0: uh, a friend out of it. Oh, same here. You know, he does um, uh, this week. Et did the the March update, but generally, Evan's been doing it. And I've had uh, I've gotten a couple messages from you know friends in Buffalo that are you know where I'm from that are follow and listen and uh, always I've gotten several comments on the quality of his radio voice as well. You know I mean he is a natural you know definitely is a natural pleasant voice to listen to, but that's just you know one of the things you know. But uh, I would love to get you guys in here maybe first quarter of next year because. I mean, it seems like everything is growing. I've been to many of the events. I try to get to as many of them as I can. And uh, the Hangouts, um, I don't know, met some other great friends, and it seems to be growing. And um, so I'm excited to see what's going on with it next year as well. I mean, the metal yeah, me scene, <laughs> the talent coming out of everywhere too. I mean, bands, uh, I've discovered a few new new bands. Murphys Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro has a an emerging scene too and some band's located out of there and uh but anyway it's all good we're gonna wrap it up and man brandon thank you so much for uh you know hanging out in the electric fishbowl we're gonna kill it off with uh two bands slider and the dead deads dead deads are really well known in town here and uh you mentioned they have a new year's show coming up
2: yeah actually uh slider and the dead deads are both doing uh a show uh, together obviously Um, on New Year's Eve at the basement there'll be a free pizza at midnight um, and
0: plenty of good music Uh,
2: so it's going to be a great time uh, and I'm looking forward to that
0: as well now I really regret taking that uh, private party because I'll be uh, be hitting the hip hop machine all night at a gig and unfortunately won't be able to make that one but uh, Brandon always Always a pleasure just talking with you about, about metal. And, uh, I don't know, conversations are brief. Every time I see you, most of the time you're busy as hell running around making things happen, but uh, I'm glad. Yeah, uh, i Yeah, I <laughs> know. No, you are working hard. And make sure you visit at King Thrust Entertainment on Facebook, social media, kingthrust.com, and, of course, nashvillemarch.com. Let's wrap this segment up with Slider and the Dead Deads.
4: Let me lose, let me go, or help me hold on.
0: What a great interview, great picks, song choices from Brandon Bruce. Thank you from King Thrust Entertainment in Nashville March. That's going to wrap episode one of two of the show of Brandon. Part two coming, of course, Sunday the 23rd. Make sure you tune in and you want to make the world a better place. Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger. Peace.